Hey everybody, welcome to season two of Really Samir. Uh, thank you for a great season one. It was an experimental season, but there was a lot of success that came with it. Season two, expect weekly episodes. Um, we're going to talk about football, basketball, all the sports you can name. So with the first episode today, we're going to really talk about the NFL season. On September 11th, we have week one kicking off. Uh, the All the games are going to be going on. On September 8th, we had week the first game, uh, the Buffalo Bills at the LA Rams. So what we're going to do is we're kind of going to go over each game and kind of pick winners, see who's going to win each game. Uh, for week one, okay, uh, and then we'll also do a little bit of a recap of that Rams Bills game that happened on Thursday. So, the first game that's slated, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this is a really interesting game. Jameis Winston comes back from a torn ACL, uh, and that Saints team they're a little bit depleted on defense. Uh, they lost Chauncey Gardner Johnson, but they bring in Tyron Matthew. They're a little bit older on defense as well. Cameron Jordan, he's another year older, still an elite player, but he's not the same player that he once was. And the offense are some question marks. Michael Thomas is coming back. He hasn't played in a while. Uh, Jameis Winston again. Can he be the guy? He was the number one overall pick a few years ago. So is he still that type of player? But they do have Alvin Kamara. Uh, they drafted an offensive lineman in the draft, and they still have a pretty decent offensive line. And they got Chris Olave in the draft, who is a, a speedster, can definitely extend the defense. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, they play Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons are in a full rebuild. Got rid of Matt Ryan. Marcus Mariota is there. They drafted Drake London, the receiver from USC. Uh, but all in all, that team is pretty much in a rebuild mode. Uh, maybe. Their, their goal is to get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud in this upcoming draft. But I think the Saints take that game against the Falcons. The next game, we have the Niners going to Chicago. This is going to be a fun one to watch. Trey Lance, who I personally believe is going to be the MVP winner this year. Uh, for sure, I am 100% certain. He has all the tools to be in a, gr- a great quarterback, and he's in a system that will give him the most amount of success possible. Kyle Shanahan's a great offensive coach. Uh, he has George Kittle, Debo Samuels coming off an amazing year. They have a, a stable of ba- of uh, running backs who can definitely carry their own. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, he's one year older, one year wiser. He's still uh, a weapon that can be used. And they have an amazing offensive line. And that defense, loaded. right? We have Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. Um, and then they have a pretty decent secondary. But overall, I, I like the Niners a lot. The Bears are also another team in a complete rebuild. Brand new coaching staff. Um, you have a young quarterback in, in Justin Fields who showed some glimpses of greatness, but he's still unproven. And he's going into a situation uh, where you have an offense that's not that great and a defense that's not that great. So I'm going to take the Niners on this one. Then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers going to Cincinnati to play the defending AFC champion Bengals. Pittsburgh, they don't have Big Ben anymore, and you have Kenny Pickett. Uh, They also have uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Mitch is going to be the starter going into week one, but this team is a, a, a dark horse team to look at. They have a pretty solid offense. They have some weapons, right? They have George Pickens, who they draft in this year's draft, uh, Chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson, and then Najee Harris. Defense, a decent offensive line. 
the main question on that offense is which quarterback can you trust to at least manage the game? Defensively, probably one of the most loaded defenses you can think of, right? Cameron Hayward, TJ Watt, they have Minka Fitzpatrick, they have uh, Devin Bush. Again, top to bottom, a very loaded defense, a lot of depth. So that's going to be a, a good team to watch this year. But then you have the Bengals, who won address the offensive line that was their biggest problem last year and even in the Super Bowl when they played the Rams last year that was their you know their Achilles heel they couldn't protect uh, Joe Burrow so they have a much improved offensive line they have still probably in my opinion the best trio of wide receivers and Jamar Chase T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and then you have an all-around back and um, Joe Mixon and then on defense Again, another very solid defense, underrated defense for sure, but I think they are good enough to get the job done, but this team is definitely defense, uh, offensive heavy. I'm going to take the Bengals over the Steelers. Now, my own personal game that I'm going to be watching, uh, the Eagles are going to Detroit to play the Lions. I think out of all the teams going into the season, the Eagles probably have the most hype. Um... They upgraded so many things. Receiver, they got A.J. Brown. Defense, they draft uh, Jordan Davis. They bring James Bradbury. They trade for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They draft N'Kobe Dean. They sign Kaiser White. And they also get Hassan Reddick to help on the defensive line. So they have, you know, a big overhaul on the defensive side of the football. Offensively, you know, you got Devontae Smith and uh, A.J. Brown. You still have Miles Sanders, and you have uh, the get Trey Sermon, they have Boston Scott, and they have, in my opinion, the best offensive line in football. The number one question will be, can Jalen Hurts lead this team? Detroit, in a rebuild, but they have the right coach for the job who's going to instill the right culture. They also have a really up-and-coming team, a lot of young guys who are going to be stars in this league. On the offensive side, they have a great back in DeAndre Swift. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown playing wide receiver. He's also uh, fantastic. And they draft Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the second overall pick this year, the defensive end from Michigan. So I think, you know, they have some good pieces, but I still think they're a few years away from being a competitive team. But they do have Dan Campbell, who is the head coach, and he has a philosophy and a way of instilling the right culture so that this team can be the best team possible. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Lions on that one. The next game we have, Patriots are going to Miami. This is a really interesting game. Um, the New England Patriots didn't really do much this offseason. They still have Mac Jones at quarterback going into his second year, but they didn't really do much to put talent around him. Uh, they still have, you know, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson playing running back, you know, a good one-two punch, but they don't really have any wide receivers there. They don't really have any you know, tight ends outside of Hunter Henry. And defensively, they lose J.C. Jackson. And they don't, there hasn't been like a, a a home run addition on this team. So they're kind of just, you know, they're laying flat. But the Miami Dolphins, they have a young superstar in Jalen Waddle going into his second year. They trade for Tyreek Hill. They have a lot of defensive pieces that are that are really good. Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, uh, Javon Holland, uh, Jalen Phillips on defense. They have a lot of defensive uh, pieces. 
On the offensive side, they upgraded their offensive line. They got Raheem Moster and Chase Edmonds uh, to help play running back. So they have a track team on offense. The number one thing is, can Tua Tagovailoa be that guy? Can he be the one to help this team, you know, take them over the top? Because he is the Achilles heel. He kind of reminds me a lot like Jalen Hurts. They're pretty much the same. They're in the same situation where they have a great team around them. But the questions all lay on them. Uh, next game is Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens going to the New York Jets. The Ravens are going to win this one. Uh, in the previous game, I think Miami will beat New England. Uh, but the Ravens will beat the Jets. I think the Ravens, they have Lamar Jackson. They have Mark Andrews. A uh, full set of healthy running backs. They don't really have that, you know, any proven receiver on the offensive side. But I think Lamar Jackson has enough to, to make things happen by himself. And then defensively, they've always been loaded. They've always been a really good team on defense. New York Jets added a lot of great pieces. Uh, on offense, they got Garrett Wilson, and they all, on defense they got um, Jermaine Johnson and Sauce Gardner uh, in the draft. But again, on, but going back to the offense side, they also get Brees Hall, uh, and they kind of shore up their offensive line a little bit. Big problem was Mackay Becton towards ACL, and they had to get a, a backup. And then their their number two pick last year, Zach Wilson, he's out uh, for the first four weeks. So uh, the Jets are kind of that team that they have a lot of hype every year, but they're always in a rebuild. I believe the Ravens beat the Jets. The Jacksonville Jaguars going to play the Washington Commanders. Jaguars bring in former Eagles coach Doug Peterson to help uh, Trevor Lawrence grow, to help him become a better quarterback. They also bring a lot of new pieces. Christian Kirk, he's coming in to play wide receiver one. You also have Travis Etienne coming back from injury. They bring Brandon Schreff, uh, offensive guard, to help on the offensive line. And then defensively, they draft Trayvon Walker with the number one pick in this draft. Uh, and then they had some good additions just to solidify that team. So I think the Jaguars are going to be competitive this year. And just to show everybody that they're not a laughing stock. The Washington Commanders, again, I, I like to group the Commanders with the, the Dolphins and the Eagles. They have a pretty solid you know, group of wide receivers. They have Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, and they draft Jahan Dodson. Running backs are uh, loaded. They have uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Defense is very good. Chase Young and Jonathan Allen and De'Aaron Payne. They have Kendall Fuller playing cornerback and William Jackson playing cornerback and Bryce McCain playing, or Bobby McCain playing safety. So they have some really good pieces. But their quarterback, Carson Wentz, former Eagles quarterback, you know, he's been really inconsistent the past th uh, two seasons. His last year in Philadelphia was didn't have the best year there. And then his one lone season with Indianapolis didn't have the greatest season there. So, I don't know. This game could go either way. I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has a little more fire in them, just to prove everybody wrong. Next game, the Cleveland Browns going to play the Carolina Panthers. So the Carolina Panthers, uh, we'll start with the Cleveland Browns, actually. Big move was getting Deshaun Watson this offseason, even though there were pending allegations on him. Uh, and all of that's been cleared, but he's been suspended for the, suspended for the first 11 games. So you have uh, Jacoby Brissett really playing quarterback. They bring Amari Cooper in, but they lose Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. You still have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson, and again, one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. And defensively, you have Devion Clowney and Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. 
Um, John Johnson, you have a lot of good pieces on defense, but they don't have a quarterback. They have a, a game manager type quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. And you're going to Carolina, a team that has a lot to prove. They bring in Baker Mayfield. Uh, they have a healthy Christian McCaffrey. They have uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. But their offensive line's not the greatest, and they don't have a great defense besides Brian Burns. Um, I like Cleveland in this game a lot. Even though their quarterback isn't the best, I think they have enough to withstand the Panthers. But in future weeks, who who knows what's going to happen. Um, next game after that, Colts go to Houston to play the Texans. Texans don't really have that much. I'm sorry, the Texans are a very um, depleted team on both sides of the football. A lot of young, unproven talent. They'll be a competitive team, and they're going to be playing with a lot of fire, and they're going to they're gonna have fun when they play, but they're not going to be competitive. The Colts, biggest thing, they have a very similar team from last year. They bring in Matt Ryan, and they have the rushing champion in Jonathan Taylor. Um, very good offensive line, very good defense. I think the Colts win this one against Houston easily. The New York Giants go to Tennessee. I'm going to pick the Giants on this one. Even though there are a lot of questions around Daniel Jones, they have Brian Dable, the new uh, head coach there, who was responsible for a lot of what Josh Allen did in Buffalo uh, as Josh Allen became a staple uh, as a quarterback in this league. I think Daniel Jones will benefit from that. Um, Saquon Barkley also is 100% healthy, and when he's healthy, he can be very dynamic, and he's arguably one of the best running backs in the league. Giants got you know four new starters on the offensive line. Um, there are some questions at receiver: Can Kenny Galladay make an impact? Can Darius Slayton make an impact? They lost Evan Ingram as well, uh, who went to Jacksonville. So there, there's a hole at tight end, and defensively, you know they have some good pieces: Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. Don't really have any good corners. Don't really have any good safeties, but a lot of young talent. So. I think they have an edge against the Titans who, yeah, you have Derrick Henry coming back, but, you know, he has a lot of wear and tear on his body. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's coming back as well, but you don't have A.J. Brown. You have a injured Robert Woods playing receiver. You have a unproven rookie in Traylon Burks playing receiver, and you have a very average offensive line in your defense. You lose Harold Landry for the season with the torn ACL. Um, and then your number one cor- corner, the corner from Virginia Tech, uh, Caleb Farley, you know, he had an injury last year. So again, I, they were the number one seed in the AFC, but I don't think they have the same talent. They've lost a lot of talent. So I think the Giants beat the Titans, the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. So historically, the Packers have been a very dominant team the past three years. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, there's no more Devontae Adams anymore. Uh, but they have a very good offensive line, very good defense. Um, Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos, um, Rashawn Gary, very loaded defense. But I like the Vikings a lot this year, I think. Kevin O'Connell becoming the new head coach there. Kirk Cousins, very underrated. He's always been very consistent. They have a young, young, young superstar in Justin Jefferson and a very old, not a very old, I'm sorry, um, a very wise veteran in Adam Thielen, great running back in Dalvin Cook with a great backup in Alexander Madison and a very solid offensive line. And defensively, I still I believe that they have a lot of good pieces. Harrison Smith, uh, Everson Griffin, um, 
Dan uh Danelle Hunter, Patrick Peterson playing corner. Um so I, I like a lot of what they have. I think the Vikings upset the Packers. Kansas City going to Arizona. A lot of questions in Kansas City. In my opinion, the greatest quarterback to ever walk the planet Earth and Patrick Mahomes loses his number one receiver in Tyree Kill. But they bring Juju Smith-Schuster and sign uh, Sky Moore in the draft. And they bring in uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling from Green Bay. Offensive line is uh, pretty solid. And defensively, even though they lose Tyron Matthew, they retain a lot of their core players. And they also saw, drafted George Kartaflis from the draft. Um, I think solid defense overall. Arizona, they don't have their number one receiver. And DeAndre Hopkins, he's suspended for the first six games. Uh, they traded for Marquise Brown. But they this is another team. like They haven't done a lot in the offseason to get better. Um, Kyler Murray gets a contract extension. And they lose a running back in Chase Edmonds. They don't have a receiver for the first six games. Their defense got a lot worse. They lost uh, Chandler Jones in free agency, who is with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but I don't know. I don't like the Cardinals a lot this year. I think there's a lot of unproven uh, pedigree there. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Arizona Cardinals, even though I think that'll be a good game to watch. The Vegas Raiders go to L.A. to play the Los Angeles Rams. I think this is going to be a good game, and in my opinion, the most competitive division in all of the NFL will be the AFC West. Um, Vegas made the biggest splash, or two big splashes, I'd say. Devontae Adams, the receiver, and then Chandler Jones, the defensive end. Plus, they have an offensive genius, and Josh McDaniels leading the coaching staff there. So we'll see if that's enough. But the Chargers are a dark horse favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Justin Herbert, young superstar quarterback. Austin Eckler, superstar running back. Two superstar receivers and uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Upgraded offensive line, which is one of their Achilles heels. Upgraded defense, Cleo Mack with Joey Bosa. Updated de- uh, corner at, with J.C. Jackson. You have Derwin James playing uh, safety with Nasir Adderley. They have Asante Samuel Jr., very loaded team. Uh, I think the Chargers beat the Raiders, and I also believe the Chargers will win the Super Bowl this year, uh, barring any injury. Then the Sunday night game, Tampa Bay travels to Dallas. Tom Brady's last season. Um, It's going to be an interesting one. He doesn't have Chris Godwin this year uh, for a little bit. He might play. It's still up in the air. We'll see uh, what happens before the game. Offensive line is not as good, but their defense is a lot healthier. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the Bucks do. Dallas, a lot of question marks in Dallas. Can Ezekiel Elliott still be the guy? They don't have Amari Cooper anymore. Michael Gallup's injured. All you have is uh, C.D. Lamb. Offensive line has taken a lot of injuries. That defense, even though you know they had a great historic season last year with Michael Parsons and Trayvon Diggs, uh, being superstars, do they have enough to withhold and withstand offenses? So I'm going to take Dallas in this game, though, against the Buccaneers, I think. The Buccaneers, as great as Brady is, I think they don't have enough to keep up with Dallas. I think that Dallas slightly overcomes this one, and they win. And last game, the Denver Broncos will play the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night in Seattle. This is a nice homecoming game. Uh, Seattle traded Russell Wilson, uh, their franchise leader, 
uh, for the past 10 years. Um, so this is his homecoming game. And Russell Wilson goes to a team that has a you know, very good uh, stable of running backs, solid offensive line, great group of receivers, and a solid defense. And he's playing a Seattle team that's pretty much in a rebuild. Even though they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett receiver, they really don't have anything else. Um, yeah, I think Denver wins this game, uh, and they, they handle Seattle with, with ease. And then recapping the Buffalo game, the Buffalo Bills game versus the Rams, the Buffalo wins 31-10 to against the defending Super Bowl champions. And it's interesting, really, because if you watch this game, one, you know, Josh Allen looks like the real deal, and that Buffalo Bills defense looks like the real deal. You know, they cause a lot of pressure, and they sack Matt Stafford very easily with only four people getting to the quarterback. They didn't blitz that much, but they caused a lot of havoc for Matt Stafford. Uh, and that Rams defense was pretty you know, porous outside of Aaron Donald, you know, their number one corner, corner Jalen Ramsey got burned a lot. Um, so that's a interesting thing to see all season long. Will this happen a lot or is this a one-time thing? I will say this though. I think Matt Stafford, as great as he is, he does have a tendency to hone in on one receiver and you can be, he come, he becomes pretty predictable once you understand like his thought process and his pattern. Once you take out his one, number one receiver, he starts to struggle. And we saw that on Monday night, uh, on uh, Thursday night, because outside of Cooper Cup, he didn't really give the ball to anybody else. Allen Robinson, their big free agent signing, didn't really do much. I think he had two targets all game, and he had one cat for 12 yards. For a guy getting paid, you know, $11 million a year, to have that kind of impact and barely any involvement in the offense, it's kind of a. A bad sign. Uh, but we'll see again. The season's still young. It's only week one. I'm excited. Football is back. It's going to be a fun season this year. And, you know, stay tuned with us and stay tuned with this podcast because we're going to be able to go through the entire season. Uh, so thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show and we'll talk to you soon.